0: We're recording second episode.
1: (laughs) Second episode of Not So Molly Mormons. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) Eventually, we will get a jingle. So, in the meantime, just pretend there's one. (laughs) Yes. Because we're busted. No, it's actually not our fault. We're just waiting. Yeah. Uh,
0: We're just waiting.
1: Yeah, and then as soon as we have the logo and the jingle, then we have the social media, motherfucker. We got and- it. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> and then you can go and like us and do all the things on social media. Mm-hmm. Actually, speaking of that, this is an off topic, whatever. But at work, I was doing something with social media. And <laughs> I was sitting in a room with like all the tech dudes. And I was like, oh, my God, I just thought of a brilliant hashtag. And I wish you could have seen their faces. Like, they were just like, what? No the <laughs> fuck. And I'm just like, oh, wrong crowd. Wrong crowd. <laughs> and so, uh, back in and uh, keep going along. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> or, like, another one. Sorry, this month. Uh, we were thinking of, like, <laughs> something, like, a logo today. And for some reason, like, the Tootsie Roll song popped into my head. You know, the, like. When you dip, I dip, we dip. I put my hand upon <laughs> like, And I was jamming
0: out to that shit. Oh,
1: yes. <laughs> like, my German colleagues were like, what is a Tootsie Roll? And I'm like, shit the fuck up. They you don't do know, know what a Tootsie Roll is? Nah, girl. I had to show them what a Tootsie
0: Roll was. You and showed them? I, to- mm. I
1: did. And then I started to rap that song. And it was like pure embarrassment for them. Actually, there's a brilliant word in German. So sorry if like German listeners, <laughs> because I'm gonna butcher the fuck <laughs> word. It's like it's called "frimshamen," which literally means to have embarrassment for someone else. Oh, I, mean, I love that!
0: Brilliant. Like I wish we had that word in English. Oh, I'd use it so much instead of like cringy. I could use what exactly. is it? Or, or literally have to
1: say like. <laughs> so embarrassed for you right now you could just be like ishaba from shaman like i have this embarrassment
0: for you for whatever i need to adopt that (laughs) just start saying it (laughs) (laughs) we should hashtag it hashtag it oh my god i just thought of a great hashtag (laughs) (laughs) like i don't even know why they put up with me i think They believe I'm
1: mental, but it's okay. But you're awesome. Anyway, back on topic of our second episode. We're talking about sex. Which now makes me want to rap Salt and Pepper. Let's Mm -hmm. talk about you and me. Is that yours? I'm a singer, hashtag rapper.
0: So. Yeah, you're all the things, all the talents.
1: Oh, load.
0: No, I'm so excited to talk about this
1: topic, actually. Me and too. In case it it's sex.
0: Um, Mormon,
1: sex. Mormon sex. Mormon <laughs> sex. Even worse than missionary positions. Oh.
0: Mhm. And there are <laughs> actually, Mormon just- missionary sex. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs>
1: I don't know what's happening either because I try to make it sound like missionary position is the worst, and it's actually my favorite position. So
0: <laughs> I'm pretty boring. No, it's underrated. I, I'm. I think it's totally underrated. Yeah, people use it as like a joke to say it's vanilla, but it's, it's yeah. I don't know why people hate on it so much.
1: You know, it, it kind of got me, like, a little self-conscious for a second because I was like, huh, I only have her orgasm in missionary position, and that's, like, my preferred one. So even if they're, like, enjoying it, by the end, I'm like, ah, switch. <laughs> <'Cause> I <laughs> want the fucking orgasm. Well, And good. then I start thinking, maybe it's really boring. God, I'm a boring lover. And no. I kind of start <laughs> But no, but then there's me who, like, messages the dudes I've been with being like, is it boring to have sex with me in the missionary position? And no like, way! What
0: are you thinking about yeah, Because it has that stereotype, you know? It does, but, like, that's where you get the most, at least, I feel like for a lot of women, you can get the most, like, stimulation that way, because yeah. otherwise, like, your clit is kind of further away in a lot of positions, you know?
1: Greed. Like, also, mm-hmm. like, I feel like there's no stimulation at all.
0: Yeah, unless, I, yeah, unless you have a boy or unless they play with you. Yeah, or unless you're like really ready for it or something. I
1: guess I don't know. I hear that that's where you hit the G spot, the mythical G
0: spot. But I don't yeah, know. no, but you're not vanilla at all. That's, I think I a lot of say. ladies will agree. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks, ladies. It's the <laughs> Let's let's talk about missionary position and how we need to fucking build it up because
0: I'm I'm annoyed. Bring it that back. People think it's so boring. Let's bring it back. <laughs> well, and it's also not boring. Like, I don't think any guy would think any sex position is boring, but like, especially if he likes boobies, because <laughs> you can see the boobies. <laughs> It's true, and isn't
1: it, like, I get so, so conscious when I'm in Michigan, because my boobs are just, like, fucking flapping around and going (laughs) crazy, and I'm like, this cannot be attractive at all, but I just refuse to look down, I'm like, keep looking at the ceiling or looking into them, like, (laughs) do not look down, do not look down.
0: (laughs) They're doing their own thing, they're just enjoying it. (laughs) They're everywhere. (laughs) amazing so
1: annoying oh lord (laughs) anyways the whole point of this episode is we wanted to talk about our first time with sex and with like you know just any of our sexual experiences post-mormon and while we were you know active in the mormon church like i think it can be like our stories differ so much and Mm -hmm. i think that's the cool part about it is that you had these sexual experiences, like, while you were still, maybe not, a, like, active, active, right? But you were but, still involved in the Mormon church. Oh,
0: yeah. 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 So, like, the guilt me, that awesome. comes with that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's why I think it's it's interesting, both of our stories and how, hopefully, they connect to, to many people, just because it's, like, like I said, yours is at a different age, mm-hmm. and church whereas mine was like much later and I had officially decided to leave the church but the common core is that we both felt this sense like shame and guilt but Mm -hmm. on different which I think is really interesting
0: yeah definitely for sure Um, should we like (laughs) should we talk a little bit about like what the um, Mormon Church's stances on sex, just for people who don't know. I, yeah, this is why you are the best at this podcast, because I'm just like, you should know, motherfuckers, but they don't. No, I think, so, no, people probably know, like, for the most part, but, yeah, like, actually, it, it totally depends, because I was,
1: listen, Katie, I just, sometimes I worry about myself and my lack of filter. I at love work today, your lack like, of let me talk to my boss and colleague about really personal things. Hashtag me leaving the Mormon church. Hashtag XMO. I was like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> I used to be Mormon. Let's talk about this. And my boss and my colleague were like, I don't know what, what is Mormon. Like, oh, I forget that people in Europe really don't know. And like they have no idea how extreme it is.
2: Oh, so they were yeah. like,
1: Catholic or Protestant? And so I started to tell them, I was like, you just need to Google it. Type in Wikipedia, like in Wikipedia Mormonism, and like it's actually all true. You're going to think that Wikipedia is false, but it's not. (laughs) (laughs) And my boss is like, Joseph Smith and some gold. Like, do people believe this? He's like multiple wives? (laughs) What the hell? And I'm like, keep reading. (laughs) Like, that's what I believe. So, yeah, so back to the point of like, I you're right that most people like i mean it's good obviously to talk about it because i forget that not a lot of we assume people know about mormon yeah system,
0: and probably more people in like the united states know kind of about it but some people have no idea so yeah it's a good call, to call <laughs>
1: hey thanks <laughs> <laughs> So maybe you should take the lead on this one because I am the worst. (laughs) You are not the worst. Shut up. I really am. I'm like, how the fuck did I stay in this church for as
0: long as I did? I'm just like, oh, my goodness. Well, like, basically, sex is only allowed between a married man and a woman. So, like, everything else is a sin so yeah unless you're married you have to be abstinent you can't masturbate you can't what like you can't even passionately kiss somebody right or you're it's really frowned upon um yeah you can't watch porn you can't like even dance close to another person like no twerking (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Book of Mormon's face. Yeah, Do you remember
1: of- when they used to say that at
0: dances? Yes. Like, can the Book of Mormon fit in between you two so you're not physically touching except for, like, barely touching his shoulders or something? <laughs> Lord, but you know what? That rule saved my ass so many times because those
1: motherfuckers had the worst breath.
2: Ew. Or be- like,
0: Book of space. Book Yeah. Of- oh, yeah. <laughs> Yuckery. <laughs> um what else oh um it's kind of like a thing that it's strongly discouraged for even married couples to have like oral sex at all that's right I yeah forgot about that. and it used to be like an official policy like in the 80s there was this official letter um that Said like bishops are supposed to find out if married couples are doing that, and if they are, they can't take the sacrament, and they have to what? repent. Mm-hmm. <gasps> but then I didn't there was, know that. yeah, uh, there was such like pushback from that though because they, I think members felt violated by the bishop asking them, so they don't ask that anymore. But they never like rescinded that policy, but they just don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. So there's that. That's um, mental. I never knew there was an official policy. I kind of.
1: Oh, sorry. That's my iPhone. Sarah's popular. <laughs> I'm so poppy. No, do you want to know what it is? This is so embarrassing. I sent my. I accidentally sent my brother a text that was supposed to go to someone else. Mm. And thank God it was not one of my dick pics <gasps> or. <laughs> Cause I oh. sent it today and I, all I said was like, I just stopped things with the German guy. I'm a bit sad, but I, but I have no regrets. And I get this message from my brother. That's like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Were you dating a German guy? And I was like, Oh, shit. <laughs> Whoa. so glad I didn't send my <laughs> usual message. That's like, God, I ended it. Now I'm going to like miss fucking him. Like ugh, <laughs> the worst. Which, oh, like, yeah.
0: That would have been bad.
1: <laughs> Anyways, so that's the story as to why I'm getting
0: this message. Ding.
1: But back on topic of no oral sex in the church. Yes,
0: at all, ever. But, like, I think more progressive Mormons probably do it now, like married couples, you know? I, yes. I don't know.
1: My Mormon married friends, like, I know that they've, they've told me that they did oral so
0: yeah i think it's more accepted now and like bishops don't ask about that anymore but in the 80s it was like a big thing like but even birth control was a big thing they they didn't want anyone using birth control and like i think it was spencer w kimball maybe like said that you shouldn't use it because procreation is sacred and you should make as many babies as possible because the family is the keystone of whatever um oh my god but I think most Mormons don't follow that anymore at least as far as I know
1: yeah I'm trying to think I, I think definitely the younger generation like friends who are my age or a little bit older who are married like I know they've for sure have oral sex but i've also heard like complaints <laughs> as in it's just not that good because no experience or whatever oh, yeah. or they feel like it is still a dirty thing to do
0: yeah cuz they've been now, told that like yeah mm-hmm.
1: which makes me so sad that you're married and you can't even enjoy sex because you have this like fear that it's that it's a horrible oh, thing yeah. shameful or Because
0: it's like a 180 once you get married. Like, before, it's completely off limits. It's, like, completely sinful. But then once you get married, I mean, unless you're gay, then it's always sinful. But (laughs) if you get married, then you can do it. And it should be beautiful or whatever. But I don't think the transition is that easy for a lot of people.
1: No, and I've heard, like, again, I had a lot of guy friends back in Utah who would tell me that, like, they just, like, never have sex with their wives because, like, their wives just don't, like, they they feel like it's a sin. Oh, yeah. So, so what is it called? They call them, like, a dead fish or something like that, or they just kind of lay there?
0: Oh, <laughs> sad. Isn't I, that so sad? Like, horrible. it really breaks my heart. Yeah. And I was just thinking about this. Like, since masturbation is a giant sin as well, like imagine if you're a I don't know 50 year old single woman or a man I guess that's like never been married you're you're supposed to just not experience pleasure whatsoever because you can't have sex with anyone and you can't masturbate so that's just like you can't experience it.
1: You know what? This makes me think. This is one of the reasons why I actually decided to leave because I was just like so done with dating these mormon assholes like and not to say that every guy in the mormon church is an asshole but there's a certain stigma about mormon men like because they and i have a theory and i used to say this theory when i went to brigham young university and they would get so pissed at me but i called it the sex theory because these men wanted these perfect women like i mean absolutely perfect in every way like physically and spiritually and everything but Mm -hmm. especially physically and i i I was like well it's because you've never had sex and in your mind you turned it into this really like grand idea where everything has to be perfect the woman has to be like from porn you know like it has to be perfect Mm -hmm. and because you've never had sex these are your expectations because men who are out there having sex don't give a fuck about that stuff no they are just happy to be with a woman
0: yeah, and
1: have, like, they're not looking at, like, oh, mm, her hair is a little <laughs> bit too short for me. Or, like, mm,
2: no, she's got that stretch
1: mark on her side that I just uh, can't get over. Yeah. Like, real men, like, who are out there having sex, they don't have this unrealistic idea. I mean, that's right. a generalization. There's, def- you know, many elements to that. But right, right. For the most part... That's not what they're focusing on. They're just happy to be with a woman right. and enjoy and, and have that pleasure. And, you know? know,
0: you brought up how, like, Mormon men expect the woman to look, like, quote-unquote perfect, like a porn star or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really interesting because doesn't Utah have, like, the highest rate of porn subscriptions in, like, the United States? It does. Which is yep. interesting because it's, like, directly forbidden by the church but i think since it's forbidden more people subscribe to it they like pay for it <laughs> that's oh God, less than well
1: <laughs> i think that also goes into not only is it the whole idea that it's forbidden so it's more appealing but it's also because you know these men who are married and in these relationships they're still not getting anything out of sex because you know the partner feels ashamed like so both parties it's not just the men but the women like view sex as this pro like you you just do it to create and it's a commandment and blah 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 and again like i'm totally making a huge generalization about every mormon couple which is
0: because i'm sure there's cool like progressive mormons and there's really good mormon guys but yeah, like course. in general like, I, I, have... I think you're you're really on to something there yeah
1: because <laughs> like i do know like you know friends who do have a great sex life and they're mormon and they're like very open about it so i'm not saying this to like bash and be like right every oh, single yeah. one of them but for the most part like what i've experienced and what i've heard mm-hmm. is that there's this element of shame that's always in the bedroom And so people don't really get to enjoy sex. They don't talk about it. They don't communicate with their partners what it is that they like, which I've heard that many girlfriends in the church that they just kind of take care of themselves after (laughs) or they just give up because they're like, oh, like, he just doesn't get it. He doesn't, you know, he's not in the mood to go down on me. He doesn't want to do this. And I'm like, but have you talked to him about it? And it's like, oh, no, 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 no. We like, we don't talk about that. And I'm like, what? Yeah not it's yeah. so important to communicate when you're having sex like and especially if you're in a a relationship or you're married even like
0: that's oh my even gosh yeah
1: that should be the most comfortable position you could be in is being married to your partner you know like you should be able to say hey let's try it this way or that doesn't really work for me or you know yeah. whatever <sighs> it's oh, interesting totally.
2: So um, oh,
0: and maybe we should say that sexual sin, so like basically any sex outside of um heterosexual marriage is considered like the second worst sin. It's just it's the only one that's not as bad as murder. So murder's the worst sin and then sexual sin, right?
1: Yeah. Well it's like first one is denying the Holy oh, Ghost, right? Yeah, yeah. And then
0: But, okay, so for those
1: people, I've had to explain this so many times to my non-Mormon or non-religious friends here. I'm like, okay, so denying the Holy Ghost means, like, if an angel comes down to you and says, this is the true church, and then you turn around and say, I still don't believe, then that's denying the Holy Ghost. And that is the greatest sin that you can ever do in the Mormon Church and you get cast into outer darkness, which is their version of, like, the ultimate hell. Yeah. And then it's murder, and then it's sex, like, which is (laughs) mental that sex is right there with murder. Oh, it's so crazy. Yeah. Mm. It's insane. And just to, like, emphasize again, like, what, Katie, you're saying is that, like, yeah, so this is, like, literally ranked right beside murder. Mm
2: -hmm. And that's
1: why, like, when we talk about sex, we don't mean, like, (laughs) me growing up with, like, other friends who are in Baptist church or whatever, and they're like, yeah, yeah, no sex before marriage, but that doesn't mean you can't give a blowjob or have, like, oral sex or, like, grind, like, Levi-loving, like, you know, like, pretty much do everything other than sex, and in other religions, that's, like, totally fine, as long as you yeah. just don't, don't have sex. And Whereas the sin the isn't religion, as like,
0: severe, like, even if they did have sex, the sin isn't as, like, intense intensely, yeah, it's awful, not as you know, intense.
1: mm-hmm. although we're going to get some people commenting like, uh, you're wrong, which it probably is. But then again, we don't fucking fact check either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so
0: if someone's listening and we're just totally not getting that right, just let us know.
1: <laughs> or don't because I still don't really care. But you can also <laughs> let us know. Um, there's that. Yeah, no, so then there's this like idea that you can only like hold hands mm-hmm. and kiss, like peck. Or you can you can make out,
0: but as soon as it gets to the neck, it's like whew. Bad news right. bears. Is, Get called, out of like, there. Make- that is Satan. Right. Satan. What? Satan telling you. The devil.
1: <laughs> Arousing Not you. Not today, Satan. Yeah. Not today. Um, yeah, isn't it called like necking and petting or something? Yes. <laughs> so weird
0: oh shit you know what we should have gotten the standard was it the strength of youth is that what it's called oh and don't I you that. worry your little heart because i have it up right here oh my god this is <laughs> ladies and gentlemen this is why she's the best because i have prepared nothing and she's on top of i'm just at my computer so i was like get this it's called for the strength of youth and they hand out this pamphlet to all the kids or they're like what the teenagers ages like 12 to 18 right yeah Mm -hmm. um yeah we we basically covered it but it just says in here like that physical intimacy is only to be between a husband and wife because god has commanded it and um what else it says here that you protect yourself from spiritual and emotional damage if you share sexual intimacy outside of marriage. I'm I'm damaged. What? Like, we're both damaged, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Girl, I am damaged how many times then? And it says, uh, remaining sexually pure helps you be confident and truly happy. Does uh, it?
1: Because I think it just means you're sexually frustrated oh, and totally. ugly. It says, that's
0: not- Yeah. The Lord's standing regarding sexual purity is clear and unchanging. Do not allow the media, your peers, or others to persuade you that sexual intimacy before marriage is acceptable. It is not. In God's oh. sight, sexual sins are extremely serious. They defile the sacred power God has given us to create life. The prophet Alma taught that sexual sins are more serious than any other sins except murder or denying the Holy Ghost. See Alma Chapter thirty nine verse five. They even got a scripture in there. <gasps> yeah. Wow. There's a there's a lot of other stuff, but it just basically says like avoid like anything that would tempt you. Like it says here like late night conversations without adult supervision. <laughs> oh my
1: god, that's right,
0: because the Holy
1: Ghost goes to bed at, at midnight. midnight. Remember? Yep. Um it Do you says, know what, though? Can I just talk about that for two seconds? Yes. How yes. that's still ingrained in my head, like, literally just a month or two ago. I was so fucking scared because I made the mistake of watching American Horror Story. And I was, like, freaking out. And I was like, oh, my God, it's midnight. It's 1 a.m. Like, the devil's going to come. <laughs> Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna get possessed because I, I watched this horrible show and it's after midnight and the holy ghost is gone and then I literally had to be like, what the fuck's there? No, like you don't believe in that. Oh anymore. my gosh!
0: Stop. I love that you said that because for the longest time I thought that too. Like even after I stopped believing, it was so ingrained in me that I was like, oh, it's like. 3 a.m. 3 is, like, the devil's number. You know, whatever they say in, like, horror movies. (laughs) And I'm like, the devil, the devil. (laughs) So crazy. so true.
1: And you think you're going to get, like, possessed and shit. Like, I was so paranoid about that all the time. Me too. I was like, oh, my God, now that I've left, like, I'm on, like, Satan's side. And he's going to, like, come in, have a chat with me. And I'm going to be possessed. (laughs) like uh, goddamn <laughs> uh, well,
0: according to Mormonism we are already influenced by Satan so he is our friend right now.
1: <laughs> oh that's right aren't we like already possessed or something
0: I... like like yeah basically
1: <laughs> whoa I hope mine's like a badass like I hope he's really cool
0: I'm assuming it's a guy yeah. who's possessed <laughs> I would want it to be a lady a lady devil Anyways, this oh, is way off topic. <laughs> that is so off topic. Okay, back. I love it. <laughs> back to Street of Youth pamphlet. And... Yeah. Um, okay. It just, basically what else it says is that, like, it says homosexual and lesbian behavior is a very serious sin. And it just has a paragraph about that. Oh. And just how, like, if you're... If you commit or attempted to commit any form of sexual transgression, seek help from your bishop. Pray to your Father in Heaven, who will help you resist temptation and overcome inappropriate thoughts and feelings. Um. Wow. So, yeah wow. That's it. That's what they tell like little teenagers. That's what we grew up. God, with. You know
1: what? That's like bringing back so many emotions right now. You reading that and me remembering and being like terrified oh to yeah. masturbate or to ever do anything sexual like I never even like full-on kissed a man until I was 24 like I mean like pecs and stuff like that yeah but like I'm doing air quotes passionate kissing I didn't even do until I was 24 I didn't I was just, know that yeah I was so fucking scared oh
0: my god because I didn't
1: trust myself I was like oh my god like once I start I know I'm like such a fucking horny bitch that like I won't be able <laughs> to so I was like, And they make like, it
0: so scary. Like yeah. it's yeah. Yikes. I'm gonna say it's that and not that I didn't have opportunities. Okay. Whatever. You had opportunities.
1: <laughs> you babe. <laughs> I was too much for these Mormon men. They were just like, whoa. They could <laughs> sense the beast within and they're like, we cannot go near that. The like... devil
0: lurking inside. <laughs>
1: Yeah, to no. Me. I thought I told you that I didn't. I didn't uh, make out with anyone until I moved to Europe. That was my first time.
0: You, you know, now that you say that, I think you did tell me, but it, it's still so surprising oh, to sense. me.
1: It's
0: Crazy. Um,
1: it's insane for sure. Yeah. Oh, uh, so. I think that my neighbors are having sex right now. Speaking of. Oh. Go them. Yep. It's a woman yelling. <laughs> i kind of want to just like applaud her good job <laughs> yes queen yes yes
0: queen <laughs> get it <laughs> that's oh, such a perfect no for this topic that was perfect and, yeah but... they have great timing
1: <laughs> anyway so and also i think another good thing to to mention is that like you know in this in the strength of youth pamphlet how it mentions like I just burped. I'm so sorry. Um, How (laughs) you should do everything you can to like not put yourself in that situation and blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. That also goes even further by the church, like putting so much pressure on women to dress a certain way. um, Because if you don't, then you are like tempting men and your bodies are just like, like seductive and blah, blah, blah. Like, Mm -hmm. I was so ashamed of my body for, like, different reasons, but more so because of the whole, like, especially when I started to, like, because I'm a late bloomer. <laughs> I know you guys are surprised, but I'm <laughs> a late bloomer. And so, like, I didn't really get my curves, like, not too much until, like, 23, 24, I'd say. And then, like, my fucking tits just grew, like, three cup sizes. I don't know yes,
0: what. grow girls. <laughs>
1: Because people were like, oh, she probably got fat. But no, like, I was already a chubby curvy, like, girl. And then I moved to Europe. And it was just, like, something in the water. I don't know. But, like, crazy.
0: You know what? That kind of happened to me, too. Like, when I started dating Scott. And I kind of joke about it. I'm like, well, he, like, finally gave my body love. So, like, my boobs got bigger because he was, like, loving on them you know (laughs) we were like yes we like this we're gonna grow (laughs) right I
1: think honestly because like before I was really in like so insecure and like just I didn't know who I was and and then I think it took me like coming to Europe and being like completely out of my comfort zone before Mm -hmm. I finally was like okay I know who I am like I mean obviously I'm still not there yet but I think Like, I was just like more confident and like, all
0: right, like,
1: feeling good. I mean, not to say that's the reason why my tits grew, but you know.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I don't know.
1: (laughs) It was just like crazy. But the point, but even then, so like, whenever I got like more curvy or whatever, like, I was so ashamed of them. Like, I would wear like (laughs) the worst outfits. Like, when (laughs) I look at those things that I picked out. Which also, the the picture I posted of the two of us together for your birthday,
0: I was laughing
1: so hard because of the cardigan. I used to have every fucking version of a cardigan. (laughs) Every
0: Mormon girl has to have a cardigan. Like, all (laughs) cardigans. Because you can't show your shoulders. You can't show anything. And
1: I had, guys, I want you to visualize this cardigan. It was a crop top cardigan
0: that was short sleeve so I had so many of those and I was yeah I totally had so many of those
1: (laughs) like that was the first thing I did when I left the church and then I officially decided to leave the church is I opened my closet and I threw away every cardigan I owned because that
0: is epic (gasps) right I love that oh (laughs) Yes. Bye bye cardigans. I was like, "Bye cardies, get the fuck out of here," because yeah. I cannot take it anymore. My shoulders are going to be free, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna show my boobs, which is funny to me because
1: for some reason in my head, if I had like a cardigan over my boobs, it was covering them, but really,
0: it was just <laughs> emphasizing them. Well, there was cloth there, so you know exactly.
1: And I was like, no, 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 I have a cardigan. I have a cardigan on. It's fine. Like they're covered. No man wants this (laughs) because like dudes would say that. You know, like it'd be really nice if you would like cover up a little bit more because it makes it so difficult for me
0: and
1: blah blah (sighs) blah. Yeah. Oh my, that's
0: disgusting. Oh, right? I hate guys like that. That's so nasty.
1: Oh, maybe so. Or, like, you shouldn't wear such tight things, or blah, blah, blah.
0: Like, don't tell me what to wear. Like,
1: you could which, be wearing,
0: like, a like a, I don't know, a pregnancy dress, like a maxi dress, and you could be wearing, like have a box, a like a church. cardboard box, and guys would be like, "That's that's turning me on. That's your fault.
1: <laughs> I can't even...
0: Yeah, so, I mean, that's, like, this other
1: element of what we were told we couldn't do as far as sexuality. And, like, for women, I think it's, it's, it's so damaging because, yeah. like, I had such body issues to begin with and then you throw that on top of it
2: mm-hmm, being, mm-hmm.
1: like, okay, you can't embrace your curves and your, like, feminine body because that's too tempting for men and you should be ashamed of it and you should cover up and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah.
0: But they do it under the guise of saying, like, that it's too sacred for people to see. But yep. the undertone is that it's sinful. So, yep. yep.
1: And especially when you start wearing garments as well, it's just, like, this mm. whole... Other, I mean, we talked about this in the last podcast, but, like, Garments just make you feel so unattractive and like, oh man, like so many fucked up body issues because oh, yeah. of the shit from the church. Like, it took, and I'm still dealing with it, like, for sure. And I think everyone does. And I'm sure you can relate. Like, yeah. women have already these issues with their body to begin with because of society. And mm-hmm. then you throw in this, like, religion that tells you you have to dress a certain way and you can't show your skin and you can't show your shoulders and your knees which then you start thinking like maybe they're disgusting like right yeah maybe I shouldn't show them like it's true and then it's like you should never have cleavage which girl I my cleavage goes up to my (laughs) neck so like I could never prevent it unless I wore turtlenecks year
0: round. yeah you have to live in turtlenecks (laughs) like
1: and you know what's sad is I remember like I would de- like untag myself from photos on Facebook because I was so ashamed that I, ha- I like I always had cleavage even Aww. if I had like a tank top on underneath or whatever and I was like oh my god I'm being so skanky like
0: Aww,
1: I I need that. Eat. I know it was awful and now yeah. I'm like oh that's really good cleavage in that I place. like
0: that you embrace this now because you should.
1: I remember
0: wrote about them I you should put a cleavage. <laughs> They're kind of amazing. Do you remember when you were going to BYU and I came over to your apartment and we went to the pool? Yes, and you got thrown out? Yes, because I was wearing a bikini. And bikini is like Mormon no-no, I guess. (laughs) You have to wear one piece. It's so true. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. And I remember, like, like, because you were... Actively Mormon, and I was like slightly Mormon then, but even yep. you were like that was when you were super duper Mormon, I think, right? I was that was
1: when I was hanging out with Henry, well, yeah. saying, uh, whatever. And because we were in that pool, I don't remember yeah. the apartment complex, but that was also when Henry liked to untie my halter, so I
0: flashed those people like 3,000 <laughs> times that day. With my tits.
1: <laughs> and they we were, like, <sighs> Mormon dudes who were, like,
0: oh, But tins I just remember your, you. even <laughs> you were, like, that is so ridiculous. Like, you were so annoyed by that. Because this guy oh, comes yeah. over to me. Do you remember that creepy guy? And he was just, like, we were just laying there talking. And he was, like, you can't wear that. You need to be more covered up. This is, like, BYU housing. And I was, like, oh. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm officially embarrassed. <laughs> what a fucking dick. I do remember that. And now I remember being like,
1: yeah, I, I was so annoyed. Yeah, you were. It's like, who are you to approach me, first of all, and tell me how I'm dressed? Like, mm-hmm. second of all, you do it in public. So, of course, it's embarrassing. Yeah, and there, there were
0: a lot of people, like, people around.
1: <laughs> was so yeah. embarrassing. <laughs> Girl, I wish you would have just taken off your bikini and walked <laughs> foot naked and be like, is this is this inappropriate? Is this better?
0: Is this, this, too much? Is this, this <sighs> is how God made me? <laughs> and then I would have motorboated your tits in front. Woo! <laughs> <laughs>
1: god, that makes me so annoyed. I guess I never had the bikini issue because I was like never confident enough. Like even if I was like not Mormon, I felt like I could never wear a bikini because I was just mm-hmm. like, oh my god, I can't like. I have this and this and now I'm just like
0: (laughs) I love it you look so bomb in your bikinis like I remember when you were posting those pictures on Instagram like um a a ways back and I felt like on every single one I was like commenting and liking and I'm like oh my god she probably thinks I'm such a weird stalker
1: (laughs) No, I love it. It it makes me so happy. Like, every time I'm like, oh, she's such a queen. Like, thanks for... Listeners are probably like, tune out. Like, these bitches. Like, like stop God, it.
0: Get off You're and so get great. back on topic. <laughs> We're just, like,
1: spend the next hour complimenting each other. <laughs> just so great. You're just so amazing and so hot and beautiful. <laughs> They're like, geez, what is this? <laughs> Oh, but you guys just don't even understand. We have so many stories about this so fucked up, like, mm-hmm. ugh, issue around modesty and clothing and, like, how much it affects you, especially as a young woman. Like, yes. ugh.
0: Insane. Yeah. Anyway. anyway. Oh, we just said that at the Back. same time. <laughs> Jinx. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's so, a story. So do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, I'll go first. You went first last time. Good. I'm glad
1: you picked that. I continue.
0: <laughs> I think it'll be good. Um, Yeah, so I guess coming from that intense religious culture, because, yeah, I lived in Orem, Utah, which is, what did I say, 93% Mormon? So That's crazy. what we just described 93 percent of the population believed and and lived and everything so um yeah I was when I lost my virginity I was 17 and I was still like a practicing believing Mormon so yikes <laughs> yikes the guilt that came with that um so what happened was I was... I don't know if I would call it, like, a rebel, but I feel like I was, like, a little bit rebellious, especially for that conservative of a town. And, oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, like yeah. so I, I would wear things that, like, all the other Mormon girls wouldn't wear, like, really short shorts and short skirts and tank tops and... My parents let me get away with it, which my parents have always been really cool and supportive of me being, like, myself, which is nice. But, like, everyone else around me totally labeled me as, like, the slutty girl, even though I hadn't really done anything, like, sexual until I was 17. But even before that, I was, like, labeled as, like, the weird slutty girl. Oh, um, just because of how you dress. Like, yeah. that
1: is so ridiculous. yeah.
0: And I... <laughs> Like, I think I went through a phase where I was, like, I like punk rock and all that stuff. And I would, like, sneakily <laughs> watch, like, rated R movies. And that was, like, really bad, you know? <laughs> that – oh, yeah. That was, like, the worst thing you could do is watch a rated R movie. Oh, so bad. <laughs> um, And I think I had this weird juxtaposition of – in high school, I really wanted to fit in. But I also really wanted to, like – be individualistic like I really wanted to be different Um, which was yeah really weird to combine but I started so I think how it happened was I kind of started hanging out with this (laughs) the quote unquote like bad kids so like everyone was Mormon (laughs) basically like everyone was Mormon except for these like six or seven kids and (laughs) like okay so to um like to qualify what bad was Hmm. they would like uh what would they do they were like skaters they would skate and they would say swear words (laughs) (laughs) and I had my first drink of peach schnapps when oh shit uh, yeah like, when I was 17 that was the first drink I ever had with them because they had a bottle of their mom's peach schnapps <laughs> which is so oh, stupid like God this story is so great oh I my god it. like because I feel like everywhere else in the country people were like kids were doing that wait like at 14 15 16 years old but at 17 I was like hanging out with the bad kids but I was also hanging out with like the Mormon kids too on the side so I would like go back and forth Mm -hmm. um anyways but there was this kid in that group that was like interested in me and they knew that I was Mormon and one of his friends asked me one day he was like are you a virgin and he asked me in front of everybody and I got really embarrassed and I didn't answer. And the, the guy that was interested in me was like, you don't ask a lady that. <laughs> oh God. And um, there were just all these other hints at like sex and that he liked me and we ended up kissing, but I didn't really like him and I wasn't very interested. But I think as a... I don't know, as a teenager, I just really wanted to feel wanted. Like, Mm -hmm. I wanted to feel pretty, and I I liked the idea that he liked me. Mm -hmm. And so, just one day, like, his parents weren't home, and his friend had given him a condom, and he convinced me to do it. And he wasn't, like, a terrible person, but I just didn't really like him. And so it it was was just like awkward and it, it hurt like the first time I think for many women and it hurts and I bled and I mean, he wasn't rude or anything, but then afterwards he just kept wanting to do it again and would ask me to do it again. And it, the guilt that i felt was like the most immense guilt i've ever felt oh. and i just oh i just felt like physically dirty like mm-hmm. i had to take shower like a lot of showers and i was so upset i was certain that i was going to hell and uh, oh i i would just like pray about it and apologize about it in prayer and really yeah so like did you end up having sex with him again or was it just the one time we did it one more time and I just it was the same thing I felt like really dirty and um, mm-hmm. and I'm I know now that it was from like what my religion has taught had taught me mm-hmm. um <clears throat> so I, yeah, I just felt so bad about it, and I think he, like, he wanted to be my boyfriend and was kind of telling people that I was, like, his girlfriend, and I kind of went along with it for a minute because I think I felt bad, and it was just this big old mess, and I... I think I ended up breaking his heart a little... Well, I don't even know. I'm not really sure. I mean, we were really... Girl, young. own that shit. You broke his heart. <laughs> the heart but breaks. it was... Yeah. The, the shame, like, surrounding that was so awful, because my parents knew that I was, like, hanging out with this crowd, but... So, they would, like, interrogate me. I remember one time, specifically, they, like sat me down and interrogated me for, like, a solid hour about if I was having sex, if I was drinking, like, why I should be hanging out with people who have the same values as they do and blah blah blah, blah. and they straight up asked me if I'd had sex, and I said no, and they did that, like, multiple times, and I lied about it, and I lied about it, and I lied about it and it created this really this heaviness in me that i carried like even until i got my next boyfriend when i was 19th the one that you know <laughs> that you knew yeah. <laughs> the uh i don't know what to call him but <laughs> he's an we interesting need to think story of a too name. um I'm going to think of one by the next
1: episode because I always forget his actual name anyways and just make up other names that I think
0: are the right ones. So, yeah. Even to him, I lied to him and told him that I was a virgin because I was, like, so, so scared about telling the truth. And I developed this lie for so long that I didn't, like, I didn't know what else to do. So, yeah. Honestly, now... Um, is sh- 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 like the first time I've ever talked about it to anyone. And wow. it's really, it's really nice. It feels very liberating and I feel much lighter, but it really makes me realize like how much being part of that culture and part of that religion really messes with your head in terms of like, What you think you can share, and the fear factor, and the shame and the guilt, and like yeah, I I kind of wish I'd had my first time with someone else, but also he wasn't the mean, he wasn't like a mean person, so yeah, of course it was fine. But I just have never (laughs) told anyone that because I thought it was just like super unacceptable, uh, unacceptable. So.
1: Which I think your story, so first of all, I think you should pat yourself on the back for telling the story. Like, it's incredible, Aww. and I'm really proud of you well, for thank you.
0: You encouraged talking me. about
1: it and for finally, you know, realizing that it's okay. Like, what you did is not bad at all, and nothing to be ashamed about. Um, and I know you kind of had your hesitation because you you lied about the situation, but as we talked about this before, like... Any person in that situation would have done the same thing. Like, I don't care who you are or what you may think, but if you grow up in this intense, like, really strict religion that puts so much emphasis on how bad sex outside of marriage is and how shameful and, like, it just means... And for women, especially, you're no longer pure. Like yeah. you're a chewed up piece of a bubblegum exactly. that no one's. You're like wear.
0: ruined. Mm-hmm. Exactly,
1: you are ruined. You are no longer virtuous and chaste and benevolent. Isn't that what it is, or something? Yeah, <laughs> the young women motto. Yeah. <laughs>
2: um,
1: and so, like, of course, you have like you you start to believe that you start to believe that you aren't worth anything anymore. You don't have your virginity. You're you know, you're that piece of bubble gum no one wants or that popsicle, you know. <laughs> why buy the ice cream truck if you're going to buy or hand out the popsicle? Right, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, all of that shit, you know, that they tell you. So, I mean, honestly, if I would have lost my virginity at that age, I would have 100% done the same thing. I would have lied about it. I would have uh-huh. said it never happened, that, you know, I was still virgin, whatever. I, I definitely, and especially if I had a situation where my parents were interrogating me constantly, I for sure would have lied. Because I lied to them about drinking. Especially oh, my yeah. mom, oh, yeah. who's Mormon, I always lied to her. I yeah. was like, no, 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 just go and hang out with friends. Yeah. But in reality, I was getting shit-faced like every <laughs> other weekend, so.
0: Well, thank you so much for saying that. Because it, yeah, it's, ugh, it sucks. But I think a lot of people probably feel that same way, you know? And, and I felt, not only had I had sex before marriage but I had lied about it so it was like a compounded shitty thing mm-hmm. but it's really nice to have support and I'm sure a lot of people probably can relate to that
1: oh I'm sure there's so yeah. many elements it's you know losing your virginity in high school when you're already like a little uncomfortable in your skin yes. and like don't uh-huh. know who you are and you're a bit insecure and- So you have that element that's already present and then you throw in the whole shame and guilt and it's just like, oh, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in and process and I mean, I get, I get why it took you so long to feel comfortable enough to talk about it because in your mind, it was always a bad, horrible thing that you regretted, you know?
0: Yeah, and I, I felt really bad for lying to my parents because I love my parents and we're pretty we're really close and they're really awesome like they're Mormon but they're really accepting of me and mm-hmm. they're great people so I think I just felt that added guilt like oh man I let them down I didn't tell them the truth but I was 17 and you know that was literally like almost half of my life ago <laughs> yeah exactly so
1: And it's not necessarily something you can bring up casually to your
0: parents. Like,
1: I remember that one time I lied (laughs) about my virginity. They'd be be like, what? (laughs) 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 I mean, I'm sure every parent is like, nah, it's good. We don't need to know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we're (laughs) okay. We're past that. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. That is my virginity story. (laughs) Sorry. I just said, that's my virginity story. It was lovely. I loved hearing about your cherry being popped. Um, at <laughs> thank you. Thank really? you. I can't wait to hear yours. And I love <laughs> how different ours are.
1: God, it's so different. Um, but in a good way. Uh, it's good differences. Yeah. Um, no, that's something that came across really bad. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I got what you meant. Years, it's good different. No, I just <laughs> meant that it's, it's a good thing that... Oh, God, I'm just going to stop. Um, <laughs> before I go on, <laughs> actually, I'm curious about this, and maybe you don't want to say it on the podcast, but when you said that you bled, did you bleed a lot, or was it just a
0: little bit? It was like... I mean... It was kind of a lot, but it wasn't anything alarming. Like, imagine if, well, what would I compare it to? Like, maybe if you get your period in bed, like, a couple of hours before you wake up. So there's, like, a little bit, like, I don't know, like. Like a little spot. Like like some, some spots on your sheets. But it wasn't like it was, like, gushing or anything. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: find that so fascinating how it just differs for each woman. woman. I know. Like I've heard friends say that like they didn't even bleed at all. And then there was me who was like a fucking murder scene. Like (laughs) it was so bad.
0: Oh, (laughs) your poor poor (laughs) bed.
1: Oh, and I had all white sheets. Like my sheets, white. my, my duvet covers are white. Like, it was bad, and I had no idea, like, at all. Like, I went to the bathroom, and then I came back, and I, like, got in, like, I put the the covers back, and I was like, oh, my god, Oh, no. (laughs) And he was like, yeah, I noticed it when he went to the bathroom. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) So bad. Anyways, okay, so my story, before I jump ahead. Yes, 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 story, story, story. Story time. Um, so mine is quite different from Katie's. I lost my virginity at a lot later stage in life. <laughs> I was 29, just turned 29, like a month before. Um, and I had officially decided to leave the church. I think it was like six or seven months before. Um, so I was like already in the process of like, okay, first of all, I need to figure out do I want to wait to have sex until I'm married or until I'm in a relationship or do I want to have casual sex? Like how do I want to approach the sex topic now that I'm not Mormon? Because that's, it's such a personal decision to make. Yeah. Like, I didn't know where I stood. I wasn't sure if, if I wanted to
0: wait until marriage
1: or if I wanted to at least be in a relationship. Like I really had no idea. And so, so I was like, okay. So,
0: yeah. That'd be so tough. Cause you've been like, Told what you're going to do with it for so long and now you can finally own it.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's how I felt. I was like, well, shit. Like, now I have to make the decision and what am I okay with? <laughs> I don't know what to do. So, of course, that led me to dating apps. <laughs> As <laughs> one does when you're As trying one to decide. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah. So, it's probably, it was like seven months before I started. So, I was... I try to prepare as much as possible, right? I was like, okay, I'm losing my virginity at a lot later stage in life. Like, I'm 29. Like, I need to mentally prepare for this, especially if it's with someone I'm not in a relationship with. I need to realize it's just sex, and I'm probably never going to hear from him again, and that is okay. Like, it's totally fine, and I don't need to stress about it you know, because I'm preparing myself and I'm not going to have this stupid emotional connection that everyone tells me about that you just mm-hmm. always are like connected with your first and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so I was like trying to like prepare myself as much as possible. And I was like, I'm going to get on birth control. Like literally, this is how, how crazy I am. Sometimes I try to control every
0: aspect of my life. So I was I'm like, so impressed okay. with like, how prepared you were for it that's great <laughs> it like takes away like every romantic
1: no. like, spontaneous <laughs> aspect of it because I was like nope I want to make sure like I'm on the pill like I need to decide what I want to do blah You're blah,
0: smart. blah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well okay so then I start with the dating apps, and I was like, okay, this is gonna be so easy. Like in my mind, I thought as soon as I decided to have sex, that the next day it would just happen. You know, I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's so easy. Like all I have to do is just find someone, and then I can have sex. Like done. <laughs> uh, no, it took me <laughs> like fucking seven months until I was finally like, okay, this guy seems decent. <laughs> like this will work out. And in the meantime. I was just swimming around in a
0: sea of dick pics, trying (laughs) to find the right one. (laughs) Before this, did you like have experience with how penises looked or was this kind of a new thing?
1: This was a total new thing. I I used Tinder and Bumble when I was a Mormon just for like kicks and giggles to get Uh attention. And I went on a few of those dates. But then, obviously, after the first or second date, I couldn't go any further because they wanted sex, and I had to be like, "Uh." Mm-hmm. So I'm a Mormon, and <laughs> I can't have sex. And these German dudes were like, "What? <laughs> what are you?" Uh... <laughs> <laughs> like, I, no, this is not happening. So it never went past that. So, like, so I never really did the sexting thing because that's so frowned upon, you know? Oh like yeah. You can't, doing that but okay that's a lie I never did it with the non-Mormons but actually my ex-Mormon boyfriend he and I was sex quite a bit
0: like really it would get
1: pretty dirty Uh I remember like one time in particular he had to go into work and he had to change like clothes for work and he was like I can't even
0: zip up my pants because I'm so hard right now and I was like Ooh, that is not a proper Mormon boy thing to say. I know, right?
1: <laughs> he was such a naughty, naughty boy, but I loved it. But I was also so naive. He's the dude who I like thought I broke his penis because I didn't <laughs> know what blue balls were. Yeah, legit. I was like, I broke his penis. Oh, my God. <laughs> didn't know about blue balls. Oh, so. my
0: gosh. That's great. Yeah.
1: And that was at age 26. Let's just talk about that
0: for a second.
1: (laughs) 26 year old woman who did not
0: know what blue balls were
1: or any of that shit. Like,
0: yeah. Well, we don't, we're not taught what that stuff is when we're, when you're Mormon. Like, you just don't talk about sex.
1: You don't. I mean, he and I would, but we just always like, Got real close to the line. I mean, towards the end, he and I also, like, I rem- we were standing in the church parking lot. God, I'm so trashy. We were in the <laughs> church parking lot. Like, usually we made out everywhere in public because we were, like, keeping it a secret. So we were those disgusting people on, like, parched benches where I was, like, fucking straddling <laughs> uh-huh. him. And, like, he's grabbing my ass and, like, thrusting, you oh, know. And there's, like, a goodness. fucking group of kids walking by. And I'm like, I don't even care. <laughs> Yeah, I was that trashy. trashy oh, I girl. love it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, like, I remember we were in the church parking lot and we were like making out. And then he kind of got, he was really moody, like typical German, like super moody. Hashtag sorry, German. <laughs> <listening>. um, <laughs> and he was like being rude. And so I did what well, I was like, oh, like you're mad at me. Like, how can I make it up? And he was like, well, what do you mean? Like, what do you want to do? I was like, I could do something for you. This is so naughty. And I was like, I can give you a blowjob. As <gasps> a um, <the> Mormon? As <laughs> a Mormon. Girl, you know I'm a freak. I've always You this are so freak. a freak. <laughs> and I was like, I was like testing it. I was like, if he says yes, like I'm totally doing this. And he was like, uh, no. Oh. But like, he took a long, he's like, we can't, we can't, we can't do that. Like, uh. we can't. Can we? And I was like, we can't. And he's like, no. Like, no, we can't. We can't. And then he gets so mad at me about it afterwards oh because gosh. he was like sexually frustrated. So he was like, you tempted me. Like,
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Back <laughs> again to the devil woman. <laughs>
1: <sighs> Anyways, totally sidebar, weird sidetrack I just did. Point being is that like he and I did sex, but. So that, like, to go back to the whole dick pics and texting and
2: whatever.
1: But I never received a dick pic until I started this dating conquest where I'm like, okay, like, maybe blah, blah. And this happened actually, like, in August. So, like, almost a year before I lost my virginity was the first time I... Got a dick pic from this dude I was like uh, talking to on Tinder, and like we were supposed to meet up and just like have casual sex, but I got chickened out because I was too like fresh from thinking about leaving the Mormon Church, and I was like I can't do this. But he sent me the first dick pic, and I was like, and he wanted to be my submissive. What the fuck was I thinking? Like I go from leaving the Mormon Church to this dude who has a foot fetish and (laughs) wants to (laughs) be. (laughs) <laughs> that I'm such a kinky freak
0: like oh my <laughs> gosh
1: I just love sex so much and it was always like held in so I was like okay <laughs> yes you can come to my apartment and clean for me while you're naked okay wow and then you can give me a foot massage oh yeah um <laughs> funny story is that as I end up like meeting this dude like we hung out for like four months after that he's the one who gave me my first vibrator as well <laughs>
0: Oh. Thoughtful a, man. Thoughtful man. Yeah,
1: Weird fucker, though. Like, <laughs> his penis was broken and all of this shit. Like, that's a whole other story. Anyway, so after him, I got back into the dating app thing and I was like, all right, like, <laughs> let me see if I can find someone <laughs> who doesn't have a broken penis <laughs> and who doesn't want to, like, do that kind of stuff in the beginning. Like I just need a real basic fuck. <laughs> That's all I need. <laughs> Nothing more. So I start like going on several dates and like I was just not feeling any of them. I was kind of like, oh no, like can I imagine myself being like that vulnerable and exposed? And then I just like, nah. And I was really interested in this one dude. We went on, like, four or five dates, and he's literally the most attractive man I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, I would just stare at him in beauty. (laughs) Like, Like, I can't not look at you. But he was the most boring motherfucker I have ever. How unfortunate. It was so unfortunate. Because when I turned that corner and I saw his fine ass standing at the (laughs) bar, I was like, "Mm -hmm." You're like, hey, yo is this my date oh my god <laughs> um and when he kept asking me out, I was like god damn like he is fine and that's the only reason why I went on like I think it was four dates we went out on because he's so attractive but Katie he was the most boring person I've ever
2: <laughs>
1: like five hours of him talking non-stop like I could not get a word oh. in Entire time and about the most boring oh. shit
0: ever <laughs> like oh I was like Wait, you were fine but i need you to not talk like is i just... just like banking on his looks his whole life so he hasn't learned how to not no, be boring that's the thing is
1: that if he's really smart but like he was just so dry
0: oh i see
1: okay <laughs> yeah yeah anyway because <laughs> i was like He was my first potential where I was like, he's like really good looking, like almost to the point where it's absurdly good looking. Like, Mm. I couldn't see any flaws in him. And then, but then it was just so boring that I was like, I feel like it would be just like going through the motions. Like, I feel like, like, now let us touch each other in this spot. Yeah. And now, (laughs) like, I am going to suck on your tits. Like, you know, (laughs) Very very robotic. Yeah, and I was like, okay, I don't, I don't want to do that. So then after him, I went on this date with a Spaniard, and he was like my number two. Where I was like, okay, I can do this. Like he's gonna be a good one. He's super sensual and sexual. I know the Spaniard you're talking about.
0: Yes, mm. this
1: story. So right. <laughs> again, I'm like so trashy. I have this other. You story. are
0: not.
1: <laughs> I own it. I'm all like, you know what? Yeah. Whatever trashy bitch and i like it
0: <laughs> so <laughs> i'm tapping can you hear me <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes yeah, so i went out with this guy and like we we like discussed you know because every time i would go out with these guys except for the boring dude i never told him about me not being a virgin because he never asked like he was the only guy who didn't ask me like oh Sexual questions, or sexting, or send me a dick pic, or any type of pic, actually. Like, and that was the reason why I was like, oh, like he, he's a good one. He's also really attractive, but like, as we talked about, I <laughs> so boring. Um, but then this every other guy, it was like the first question or two where I'd be like, okay, look, listen, you're looking for sex, but just so you know, I'm a virgin. Blah blah blah. Like, yeah. And the thing is that they were always like super excited to talk about it. But I would say, like, 70% of them would back out because they were like, it's too much pressure. Like, I don't want to be your first. Wow. What? This is so interesting. I thought this was, like, every dude's fantasy. And they would be like, yeah, like, oh, my God, I would love to, like, fuck a virgin. But, like, it's just too much pressure. And, like, I don't want to do it.
0: Do you think they were worried that you'd get, like, really attached to them?
1: Yeah, I think so. And I would even express that, like – because you know, it's me. So I'd be like, listen, like, I'm not gonna get attached to you. I don't even fucking like you. I just need, a, like, I just need a decent dude <laughs> to pop my cherry. and Like, that's it. Serve your purpose and be done. That was my mentality, which is so sad. Like, I wish I wouldn't have approached it that way. But that's just how it was in my head. It was like, something I just needed to tick off, like, check off my list. Mm-hmm. And like, I could move on after that, which, mm. again, yeah, like, that's probably what the the only thing I regret about the whole process is that I made it a process. Does that make oh, sense? Oh, yeah. It wasn't just natural and organic. It was like, I have to get this done. I have to get this done. And originally, I wanted it to, to happen before my 29th birthday, so in June. And girl, this is next level. I've never actually admitted this to anyone other than. <laughs> group of girlfriends who was with me in in Italy <laughs> so on my so the whole month of June I had my tinder status as like my profile as virgin looking to lose her virginity <laughs> yeah yeah girl. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Before my birthday, it was, like, virgin looking to lose her virginity before turning 29.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I bet so many guys saw that and just got, like, crazy excited. (laughs) Girl, I got so
1: many fucking messages. I bet. was insane like and I mean they were like pushy motherfuckers that were especially when I was in Italy my god like oh wow they were so aggressive about it so because I was like okay I'm gonna be romantic and like I was in Italy for 10 days and I was like I'm gonna lose my virginity In in Italy on vacation like the most romantic possible thing like this is what I'm gonna do so I get there and I'm like fucking I went on so many dates within like 10 days of Italy. Like I went on a date with a dude named Luca and Ricardo and Italo. And like I could just keep going on because I was like, okay, gotta fucking lose this is the this is the opportunity. But I still just wasn't feeling it. Like and maybe it's because it's Italians, I don't really know. Sorry, Italian man, if you're listening. <laughs> But I was just not feeling it. It was too much for me. It was too much, like, oh, Bella, Bella. You know, like, I don't know. I just felt like it was really fake. And I didn't oh, want that yeah. either. I didn't have a connection with them on any way. Like, I mean, I'm not going to lie, made out with several on that trip. I mean, that <laughs> was quite nice. Uh, <laughs> but I didn't get the taste of the cannoli, if you know
0: what I mean. <laughs> Hashtag dad joke dad joke. I love dad jokes they're my favorite I'm the biggest nerd Okay. <laughs> oh god yeah
1: so clearly didn't happen in Italy and I came back to Berlin and I was like so sad about it I was like oh. fuck like I really wanted that to happen like I'm sad like okay whatever so then I kind of gave it a break for a bit and uh then I got back home on Dating Apps and met this guy. I got to think of a name for him. So in my book, I call him – let me see what my name – I call him – I call him my unicorn because he was, like, the only person out of all of these sea of dick pics that was just, like, normal in conversation. <laughs> it's just, like – hi how are you and not like hey can I titty fuck you like oh my gosh, I mean at this point my my standards were so low like I was just like just don't be a fucking douche and yeah. you get to fuck me like that's the only qualification <laughs> you need to have um and yeah so I started talking to him oh that's right because like uh, a week before I went on a date with this guy I went on Another date with this Australian dude who was, like, oh, my god, the worst. The so bad. worst. He was really good-looking and, like, charming. Like, we were messaging before, and he, like, would call me on the phone, which I thought was, like, oh, my God, like, men don't talk on the phone anymore. Like, they don't call you. And he made a point to call me, like, I think we talked on the phone, like, four or five times before oh we no. ever – and he would like even video call me to make sure like we both weren't catfishing the other oh, one. Yeah. And so he like was really supportive of me like leaving the church and was like not pushy about sex or anything. So I was like, oh, I'm really excited to meet this dude. Of course, in person, not like that at all. Like total douchebag. Oh. Like, well, it was the worst. Like it's a bummer. Yeah, I was just like, this is so unfortunate because you're really pretty. (laughs) You seem to be so charming. And he was older. He was like, I think he's like 38 or something. And I find that so fucking hot. Like,
2: and
1: and he was like successful and like had this super nice flat. I sound so superficial. but (laughs) It was attractive, but it's just such a shame that he was as you like to say douche canoe is that way yeah douche canoe is my (laughs) (laughs) well that was him so at this point I was just like fucking hell like I just give up like they're either horrible in person or like before you even meet they're just disgusting I was like I'm just gonna die a fucking virgin the rest of (laughs) it like I'm just gonna be a crazy cat woman <laughs> and then I would left the church for no reason at all. For no reason. <laughs> there aren't any other reasons besides exactly. sex. Exactly. <laughs> so eventually, let's call him. I can't. I'm just going to say unicorn because I can't think of a, another name. That so he's the unicorn. Um, sorry, I had to burp again. I'm super <laughs> Uh. So he and I started chatting like. And in the, the whole, like, we didn't talk about me losing my virginity or, like, me being a Mormon or a virgin or anything for quite a while. Like, the only reason why it was brought up is because we were talking about stereotypes. And he's Australian. And I was, like, saying that, like, I had the worst experiences with Australians and how I just went on this date. And they were just, like, the worst and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I'm sure you have a few stereotypes in mind about (laughs) Americans. He's like, being really polite about not saying the most obvious one, which is that, like, American women are known to be, like, I'm doing air quotes slutty. Oh, yeah. So I was like, oh, so you just left off this one. And he's like, actually, I've had the opposite experience because, like, the only two American women I knew were, like, virgins and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, Oh, so sorry. Hold on one second. Okay, sorry. My phone was, I forgot to put on silent.
0: Oh, that's okay. And see. So I was like, well, speaking of Americans and Virgins, now you know three. Now
1: you know three. But I totally made it out to be like, because he's like, oh shit, like I'm so embarrassed. Like, that's like, you know. Like, I, I'm I'm an ass. And I was like, yeah, you're a total asshole for saying that. Like, that's the only reason why I brought it up. So it was, like, charming. But we didn't go into more detail about that. And it was cool. Then we decided to meet because he's not from Berlin. So in my head, I was, like, not thinking I would lose my virginity to him. I was just like, oh, he's a cool dude. Like, it'll be fun to meet up and chat and whatever. But that was the extent of, like, my thought process. It wasn't like... I'm gonna totally get my cherry pops tonight. Like, <laughs> nothing like that. Um, and the thing is, I actually knew he was gonna stay the night with me, which sounds really weird. <laughs> the stairs are like, how does this bitch not realize she's gonna lose her virginity when she already knows that he's spending the night? But he wasn't from Berlin, so he asked if, like, he's like, oh, like he didn't have an Airbnb accommodation. Some I don't remember the story. But I was like, yeah, yeah, you can stay on my couch or whatever. So cool. And our first date, Ladies and gentlemen, let me describe this <laughs> ridiculous first date. Like, yes. Props to this motherfucker because either he's genius and that he knew he would get laid if he did this. Or he's just <laughs> a really nice person. I don't know. But it's kind of smart on both sides. Um, so the first date was <laughs> me meeting. B- so we met for coffee. Went back to my apartment. Dropped off his stuff. Then went to meet my best friend here, Jay, and his boyfriend. So he's literally meeting my best friend on the first day after only talking to each other for, like, an hour and a half, maybe. Max. Wow. Like, (laughs) we get a duna kebab. We're, like, chatting. And Jay is, like, relentless with this guy. Like, (laughs) we're, like, trying to have conversation. And Jay's, like it's really cute that you guys are flirting, but I need you to hurry the fuck up because we're late. <laughs> <laughs> <Could you stop>? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, Oh my God, like, what am I doing? So then like our, so Jane, I have this mutual friend who's an opera singer uh, and she was having a recital at the Mormon church. Okay. And she's Mormon and she asked us to come and I had not been to the Mormon church in a year. Like, I was freaking out. I was I like, bet. I can't do this. Like, I can't go back. I haven't told anyone. Like, I just kind of stopped going. But, like, I haven't talked about it openly. I'm literally having a panic attack. And so I told this guy before, because he was, like, I, you know, gave him fair warning. I was, like, hey, like, you don't have to go. We can just meet that night for drinks or whatever. And he was, like, not all Like, an opera recital sounds cool. And I'm, like, yeah, but it's at the morbid Church. So... <laughs> maybe not so cool and he's like oh it's fine Aww. so we get there and it's like intense because of course as soon as I walk through those doors like they pounced on me oh i like, sure oh my god Sarah you're back like blah 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 How no, you oh my gosh Sarah <clears throat> so intense and then of course with this guy they're like automatically like is this your boyfriend and I was like oh god no this is our first date <laughs> like this is so embarrassing on so many levels like I just want to go into a hole and die and I was actually there was a lot of like Spanish speaking members there and because I like to speak Spanish and it was pretty close to them They were, like, talking to me in Spanish and saying such embarrassing things, thinking that this guy I was with didn't speak Spanish, but he does. Oh, no. (laughs) It was even more uncomfortable. Like, so so just think of this background. (laughs) Then uh, the opera starts. And actually, this is the part where I find really interesting. Because as I was sitting there, like, we... I I got to know him, and I was like, okay, I'm really, I feel really comfortable with him, and, like, I think he's a cool guy, and, like, he's cute, and, like, he's doing all the right things, and, like, I just feel really relaxed around him and, like, comfortable, and as we were sitting in the recital, in the Mormon church, the sacrament room, is that what it's called? Mm -hmm. Sacrament? Um,
0: that's, it's where they have sacrament meeting, but I think it's called, like, the chapel.
1: The that would be the correct term (laughs) the chapel god such a basic bitch I don't even know the chapel uh anyway (laughs) we're sitting there and like of course me being me because I was like oh my god this guy's taking forever to make a move (laughs) fucking hold my hand or do something so me being me was like I'm just gonna snuggle up and put my head on his shoulder and then we'll see what happens so we started like holding hands and whatever and like oh. I instantly just I know it was really cute actually like it was pretty adorable uh we're like cuddling and I just felt like such at ease and in that moment sitting in the Mormon chapel listening to an offer recital amongst all Mormons I knew at that moment and I can remember it perfectly being like I'm gonna lose my virginity to this guy tonight <laughs>
0: that is so awesome <laughs> like so ironic and wonderful <laughs>
1: Right, on so many levels, and mm-hmm. I didn't feel shameful. I didn't feel because I really thought that like sitting in the church, I would all these memories would come back and I would think that I was in the wrong or I would mm-hmm. think that like, you know, I would have this realization that I had made the a terrible mistake leaving and that I should come back and I would feel the Holy Ghost. and well, like I really thought that all of these things would happen. And I was scared. I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do if that's the case. Because then I guess I have to know it's true and I have to just do a lot of repenting. But it wasn't that way at all. Like, that's I good. didn't have any of those feelings. And like I said, the thing was just like, yeah, maybe I'm doing it to him. So, I mean, this guy's probably like, he had, I mean, we've talked about it since then. And he said he had no idea. <laughs> that's what I was, like, he was just like, I had no idea what you're thinking um, at all. And so then after that, we we went to dinner with all of these Mormons, except for Jay and his boyfriend. So, again, fucking kudos to this man for, like, Yeah. For- I would have never in a million years gone on a first date with someone like that. Like, honest to God, I would have been like, what? Nah, yeah. we can just meet for drinks tonight. <laughs> like, I'm going to skip all of that. So we go to dinner, and then after that, finally, I was kind of like, oh, God, like, next step is, like, we're going to get drinks. And then after that, it's my apartment. Like, so So it was at that point, like, we left, and we went and got drinks. And then we were like, okay, we should go home. And I started to get, like, really nervous. I was like, oh, my God, this is happening. Like, my tits are going to be exposed. (laughs) I fucking... Too It's just gonna be out there. It'll be out like, there. I and I was like so unprepared for that part too because I had watched porn before, but I was just like, my vagina does not look like that. <laughs>
0: well, <laughs> I don't think many women's do. Like, no, because every woman's vagina looks different, so.
1: It's true, and, like, I was talking to one of my girlfriends, actually the one who I'm going to see tomorrow, and I was just, like, I feel
0: like I just have a real
1: fat pussy, like, and <laughs> it's just not there, it's just, like, you don't even see it, and mine's, like, juicy, and, like, juicy, like, <laughs> and she was, like, girl, men love that shit, they can just put their face right up mm. in there, <laughs> like, Ooh, woo. woo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, queen. Okay, cool. Get it. But yeah, so I was like more nervous I think about that than the actual act itself. Like I was just like, "Oh my god, like, I've never been naked in front of a man before." Like, it's
0: scary. It's being really it in front of someone and especially coming from our um religious background. Like yeah, for any woman, like it you're vulnerable.
1: Yeah, and like I you know, I had this entire I mean every experience I had had with men before this guy and before like non-members so like you know before my year of <laughs> dating app whatever <laughs> I'd only did like Mormon guys and I never felt good enough for them like always, cause oh because they yeah. would tell me that you know like I, oh God, I can't even tell you how many Mormon guys I dated who were like you have a really pretty face but your body needs work
0: <gasps> yeah I want to punch time. them
1: I know, what? and so I was constantly like so paranoid about that. I was like, okay, like what idiots? I, yeah, they were. I had one guy, my first boyfriend when I was eighteen. He told me that verbatim. He's like, "You have a really pretty face, but like your body needs work. And I was like I can like come up with like a workout
0: plan for you. And like, yeah, Ew. yeah. And His I still... brain needs work, like. <laughs> gross get out of here with that yucky i know he was the worst
1: and i still fucking dated him like a month after that it took me uh, i can't even That's a whole other topic oh anyway. yeah Ugh.
0: let's do a podcast about awful mormon men we know or have dated because we could tell some stories girl that list would I could
1: literally talk for hours about all those stories. Same. So, so, so many of them. Um, but, yeah, so, like, before that, I was, like, I'd only had these experiences with warm guys, and I was, like, okay, he's not going to find me attractive enough, or, like, I'm going to feel real insecure, like, don't really know. And so I was, like, really – oh, God. I just wish I could have been a fly on the wall because I bet I was so fucking awkward, like <laughs> – we're like sitting on the couch and listening to music and I'm like shaking and I was like okay Vince, gonna make the move like and and then of course my brain jumps to like so logical I was like do we have sex on the couch because that just seems uh-huh. like, uncomfortable like how do I make that transition from the couch to the bed like this is how my brain <laughs> fucking works planning Maybe. it out yeah so we start kissing and blah 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 and then he, like, you know, goes on top of me on the couch, but he's like half hanging off. So it's like really <laughs> uncomfortable. So <laughs> funny, I was like, mm, should we go to the bedroom? And I'm super proud of myself with this because I, like, just grabbed his hand and led him to the bedroom. I know. Golfing. Girlfriend. I know, right? I was like, okay, girl. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it was really nice. Although, another funny whatever he this is like flattering for him when he took off his pants like most women would keep this shit to themselves but of course my first reaction is like whoa What I said.
0: oh my gosh how awkward am i i was just like whoa no i'm sure he was like so flattered and felt so amazing <laughs>
1: <sighs> um, like, I wouldn't
0: like to hear that, right?
1: <laughs> I know. He did tell me later that it was, like, really flattering to hear. Like, every guy would love to hear that. And I was like, oh, good, because I was so embarrassed that, like, I said that. And I was just hoping that you didn't hear me. And he's like, oh, no, I heard you. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. Anyway, but I just, like, for me, what, the thing I got out of it was that I felt like it was it was so natural to me. Like, I, I just, I didn't feel at the moment that I was doing anything wrong, I wasn't in my head. It was just, like, it was such a beautiful thing. And, like, he... Like, I'm really glad I did wait for someone like that because, like, he was really kind and, like, respectful and very attentive. Like, I think if I would have ended up having sex or losing my virginity to those other guys, I would not have had the same perspective on sex as I have now.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Because it would have been all about them and i probably wouldn't have orgasm and i would just been like wait what i waited this whole time for this yeah i don't want to do this again like this isn't fun and so i'm actually like really really happy with that decision and i mean obviously a whole bunch of shit has happened since then but just that moment alone like that experience is something that i can always look back and be like you know what that was beautiful and like that was how sex is supposed to be like just this really great connection between two people who have this respect for each other and it's not a bad thing it's a really great thing like it's a wonderful beautiful thing and that's yeah. it that's and, so
0: good I'm so yeah, glad your beautiful. first was, was good really good <laughs> like that
1: yeah um I looked out for sure but yeah Because I was also, like, wondering, like, right after it happened, like, you know, the first time we had sex, I was, like, I was waiting for those feelings of shame and guilt to kick in. I was, like, okay, it's going to happen. And then they didn't. So, I was, like, okay. And then me being me was, like, boo, when can we have round two? (laughs) (laughs) This bitch is thirsty. And she's got a date, And I want the whole damn bottle now. Okay. (laughs) So... (laughs) <laughs> Poor guy, like he had no idea what he was getting himself into. um So we we're like fucking rabbits that weekend. I can't even remember how many times we had sex, but it was a lot in a day and a half or two days. <laughs> it was oh my gosh! And but I, I kept thinking that like I would feel so guilty. Like, I was like, okay, when is it gonna happen? When is it gonna happen? And I didn't, and I didn't have any regret. I didn't have like any shame. But eventually it did hit me, but it was months later, which I mm. find for me that was the interesting part.
0: That's really interesting.
1: Yeah, it it wasn't right away and I was really confused by it. I was like, okay, why do I not feel guilty? But instead I was just so excited. I was like, Oh my god, I'm finally getting the attention and loving that my body needs. Like mm.
2: mm-hmm.
1: I'm so, so happy. <laughs> like, this is great. And then it was probably after so after this guy I slept with two other men and like a two months later, but it was it wasn't in the right place. And like my mind wasn't in the right place. And I think that's what led to it kind of opened the gate for all of these oh, other things yeah. that had been dealt with, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, because I was dealing with like anger and I was hurt because of the other situation. And I was just like so disappointed because and this is kind of what I talk about when I tell the story in my book is that it was interesting to me that, that that feelings, like those feelings of anger and hurt and guilt and shame didn't happen for months later. And the reason why I did, because he and I were never exclusive, but in my mind, I, because of the upbringing of the church and how much emphasis was placed on sex being within marriage, sex mm-hmm. being... Partnership, relationship, being in love—I could not separate the two. Oh, I could yeah. Not separate having sex and emotions like they were hand in hand. And if you were having sex, and that meant you were in love with someone, and you were going to be together for the rest of your life, even though I prepared for it, and I—I I was like, you know, telling myself like, "This is not going to happen. This is not going to happen." But it happened because of of how we were brought up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I just couldn't, in my mind, I could not separate the two. Like, no matter how much I researched it or talked to friends and how much I prepared, like, you can't prepare for that situation. Especially when you are taught that it's only within marriage and within love and within whatever, you know?
0: Yeah. And, like, your worth is linked to it. It's linked to how much, like, the guy wants you and is exactly. in love with you and,
1: yeah yeah. whenever he didn't want to date me and be in this like committed relationship with me I was like wait what like I couldn't fathom it I was like how can two people be that intimate with each other and not catch the feels?" like how could he not want to be with me like he said that he liked me he said he liked my body so like what, what's wrong with me like I yeah. in my like and then those feelings of Oh my God, no one's gonna want me now that Mm. I've had this guy. Doesn't want me. No one's gonna want me. That's Mormon thoughts started like creeping back in, and I was like, No one's gonna want to be with me. Like, I'm no longer special, I'm no longer unique. Like, yeah, and that's I was just like having random, horrible sex with people, like casual sex, because I was trying to. I think, fill that void of being like, oh, but someone would have, want to have sex with me. Like, yeah, yeah, this is what I'll do. This will confirm that mm-hmm. I'm still quote-unquote worthy, you know, and desirable. Yeah. And, yeah, so I guess for my experience, sorry, that was my long-ass story as usual because I don't know how to fucking wrap it up. No, I love it. I love
0: it. <laughs> I That's think amazing. what... The, the,
1: the process was for me is learning that sex isn't so black and white as I've been taught my entire Mm -hmm. life but that there are several shades to it and it's 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 a beautiful thing that's all it is a really beautiful thing when you have two people who respect each other
0: it's Mm -hmm. great and I think another thing too is that you kind of were saying like They link marriage and sex and, like, love and sex. So love, marriage, and sex so close. It's, like, the same thing in Mormonism. Yeah. And you can't have one without the other. And so no matter how much we kind of tried to distance ourselves from that, I think that really affected us, like, the way that we've been taught to think about sex, too. Which probably a lot of Mormons and ex-Mormons can relate yeah yes yeah.
1: and that's what makes it difficult I mean I, I'm still in that process right now where I'm trying to figure out what it is that I want I don't know if I want casual sex if I want a relationship if I want I don't know I still have no idea but I think the beauty of it of it all is that it, it doesn't matter like it's just a process and you can figure it out as you go along but if it feels right or if it's natural like just let it happen instead of overthinking and blah, 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 which is, which is what the Mormon church tells you not to do the whole, like, you know, everyone said that if it feels natural, if it feels good, you should do it. But that's Satan saying <laughs> you shouldn't believe him. Yeah. Um, it's total bullshit because it is, it's trying not to control the situation so much, which is what leads to unhappy relationships and,
0: right. Right. and
1: all that, which I'm very much guilty of as that's <laughs> <is> my story.
0: <laughs> well, it's hard right? to not do I that.
1: Can... Yeah. <laughs> you just try to control so much and mm-hmm. you get caught up in it. And yeah, you're told what you can and cannot do when it comes to sex. And it's, you get to the point where you're almost paralyzed. Like, okay, I guess this is the only way we can have sex is in this exact position for the rest of our lives. <laughs> like, nothing else, nothing more, nothing less. Like, yeah. oh. Uh, is oh.
0: horrible.
1: <laughs> it seems so depressing now that I've <laughs> tasted of the divine fruit. <laughs> I want it all the time. So I yes. cannot imagine, like I, so like, or even thinking about being married to someone who would be like, no, I'm not interested. I would be devastated after oh, like yeah. one yeah. rejection. I mean, this last guy I was kind of seeing, I was like constantly being the one that was like. Can we just have sex? Like, who wants to have sex once a week? Like, what kind of man are you? (laughs) Come on. (laughs) I'm sorry, I have this and this. I'm like, I don't really care. Like, why do you not want to have sex once a week? And it like really made me question myself. I was like, Oh my god, like, am I not good? Like, what is going on? Uh, That's just because of that mentality of like, yeah. You, you don't want to feel rejected, especially as a woman. You're like, if I propose sex, then God damn it, you better want to have sex with me. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm a queen. queen. Damn it. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe I talked that long as usual. Like, God,
0: I liked it. It was good. I just have so many opinions. <laughs> <laughs> They're all wonderful. <laughs> I just have so much to say. So many feelings. Her. I just
1: have so many feelings. She doesn't go, she here. go here. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. So is that our... That's our podcast. That's our That's episode.
1: Our episode yeah. Where we talked about sex. And you know what? I bet so many people are listening and just like, oh, God bless those two. Like, bless their hearts. <laughs> They're like talking about this and most people have already.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But you know know what? You got to do it. Got to work through it. it.
1: And I'm like a pubescent boy. So I like to talk about sex all the time. All (laughs) the time. Literally all the time. I almost brought it up to my boss today and I was like, Sarah, No there are lines and you should not try to talk about sex with your boss <laughs> not
0: okay not okay maybe not yeah i know
1: i just got so excited and passionate about it was <laughs> like i'm gonna record our second episode of a podcast today and then he was asking what the topic was and i was like
0: uh, uh, stuff stuff <laughs> yeah yeah <Stuff." laughs> all right anyway that's our episode we would
1: love to have you guys tell your stories Um, I would oh my god like we were just talking about I fucking love talking about sex I think it's it's one of my favorite topics so if you have any stories or want to tell us like how you know you dealt with sexuality either while a mormon or not as a Mormon or whatever your experience is. I just think it's really fascinating. So
0: tell us all your stories. We should have an, like an episode where we just read stuff. People. Yeah. I think
1: that'd be really cool. I'm, I'm so interested. Like I love, 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 love hearing different people's stories. Me too. Like, it fascinates me so much. So, yeah, I think that'd be great. Just read their stories, like, use this as a platform for people to, yeah, get their story out there. Yeah. That'd be great. Also, I'm going to have a little plug-in right now only because... (laughs) (laughs) So, I participated in this documentary called Sex is Not That Simple um it's not ready yet but as soon as it is I will let everyone know and force you to watch this documentary Ugh,
0: I can't wait I literally I, can't
1: wait I'm super excited about it he sent me a still another still shot the other day and I look really bad in it so that's why I haven't shared it because I'm super vain but <laughs> <laughs> it got me like super pumped about it and he's almost spent like he has like another month or so <sighs> It's gonna be public.
0: I'm so happy. I'm so excited about it. I'm I'm really excited. So,
1: anyways, um, if you like talking about sex like we do, watch that because yeah. it's real interesting and um, and yeah, keep Hashtag listening. Urge, yeah. Search, ponder, and pray. Hashtag xmo. <laughs>
0: Hashtag <laughs> momo nomo. <laughs> Hashtag. NSMM, is that what we're doing? Not so Molly Mormon. <laughs> oh my God, I'm gonna fuck that up every time because I, know, I just say. cannot. NSMM. <laughs>
1: N wait, no. NSMM. Uh-huh. It sounds like it's it's that um S and know. That's why I feel <laughs> awkward saying it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I was just looking that up today with colleagues. With oh. Different names about like I didn't know what the thing is that you put in your mouth is called. A ball, like a ball gag. Like a ball gag.
0: Yeah. I I've yeah. never used one. Just to clarify. I <laughs> that came off <out laughs> mouth way too big. So we are oh, back. I'm red. I'm okay. red. Okay. Well.
1: Anyway, we love you guys, and we want to hear your stories and your feedback, and if you're gonna correct us, maybe don't send that because I don't really care. But Katie might care. So yeah, send you can that. send it to me.
0: You can send it to me.
1: Don't send <laughs> it to Sarah. Don't send it to me, because I can't take criticism, and (laughs) I will just get real upset and yell at everyone. She will yell
0: at you on the podcast, so watch (laughs) out.
1: All I want to hear is how great we are and nothing else,
0: so. All the praise. Send it our way. (laughs) Uh, Bye. Bye. Bye.